Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hey, what's up? This is Chris Webber, and you're listening to the Complex Sports Podcast. On this week's episode of the Complex Sports Podcast, Chris Webber stops by to talk his foray into the cannabis industry, how difficult it is to broadcast during a pandemic, player rankings, his thoughts on college basketball, and much more. Let's get to it. What up, what up, what up? Brand new episode of the Complex Sports Podcast. It's your man, Chopped. As always, I'm here with Zion and Adam. Fellas, how are we doing on this snowy day in Brooklyn? It just won't stop snowing. I need a break from this weather so badly. Feeling terrific. Absolutely great. Just Good. should we just start off? We have Chris Weber on this episode. It gets testy. We'll get to that. Zion, talk about the Nets. No, Adam, how are you feeling today, bro? It's snowing up here in Vermont as well. I can report that. The Knicks uh, won last night. Adam should be feeling fine. Yeah, I mean, uh, who really cares in the grand scheme of things? Playoff, playoff team. The, playoff they team. They are, but the East sucks. The East is atrocious. The East is really now for bad. one really team. Bad. No, hmm. uh, we have to. We have to listen. The Nets. We'll, we'll give you your flowers right now. Your Nets are twelve and one against teams five hundred and better. They're about. They just swept their West Coast swing, uh, and and just just to say that only one loss was without Kyrie and KD. Yes, and and without Sixers. KD in the lineup the last four games, they've looked pretty goddamn good, and they're the number one team in the NBA right now. So mm, say it one more time. Say it one more time. The, the Brooklyn Nets are the number one team in the NBA right now, without a doubt. <laughs> are they? They are, yeah. yeah we are. beat the they Jazz, are. so I don't, they, I don't I mean, again, we can, we can temper this a little bit because the Lakers loss, obviously, or Lakers win, excuse me, came without Schroeder and AD in the lineup. You know, it's like, how much do you want to parse that? But also no KD. But they're the hottest team in the NBA right now, aside from the Jazz last month. They're playing really well. Played a little bit of defense here and there. And when you sweep a West Coast swing, that's really, really, that's really good. That's not easy. That's not easy. That's not easy. <laughs> so, yes, your team, Young Zion, your team is the best team in the NBA right now. Do you and want to this? See, you're this, cashing in a little early on us, on us, on the victory laps. You no, don't want to no, wait no, to the playoffs. You don't want to. You don't want to wait to the playoffs. It's not a victory lap yet, though. But it's just because I just was uh, flabbergasted, annoyed, pissed off by all these people when they made the trade for James Harden. Some of these people on these this podcast right here was talking about. I don't know how no, it's gonna do. I don't know how no, it's gonna I, work. I've been dead wrong. The chemistry dead wrong. is bad. I, like, bro, I told you, you can't overthink it. When you put three of the greatest offensive players together on one team, you cannot overthink it. It's just not. It's, just, it's realistic. It's just being realistic. For it's once in your life, work. for once in your life, young Zion, you are correct. They're very good. Very very times. good. Just as good as the Nets are fun, the Celtics are. As not fun. Oh, I thought you were gonna say your Cavaliers who are who oh, are crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah. Worst team listen, in the NBA. Worst team in the NBA. We gotta we gotta mess with the Cavaliers because you were you were just ecstatic after beating the Nets twice. Cratered, Jesus Christ, they have cratered. Like, 
We're really they haven't won a game since. I don't think they haven't won a game. <laughs> we're like, we are a really good team, bro. We're really we're not. Good. We're gonna be we're a, a terrible top five team. Like, we're fucking terrible. That, that, that top hey. defense was a mirage. Holy bring, shit! Bring me Cade Cunningham, baby. Bring me Cade Cunningham. Oh, what the ninth point guard they drafted in the last ten years? Fuck it. Fuck the ones we got on the roster. They can. Oh, you're them. already done with them. Oh, I'm wow. done. I'm done. You're done with what was it? Sexland? What's it? What's what's the uh, Sex, yeah, Sexland is Sexland has an STD. That was the worst nickname. Oh my! It really is the worst. Has to go to a doctor. Uh, I'm I'm over it. They're the worst team in the NBA. They're the worst team in the NBA. That's all right. Well, actually, the actual worst team in the NBA. I mean, not that we're like a Timberwolves or Raptors podcast, but the fact that the Timberwolves hired a coach last night. Oh, yeah, they, I've yeah. never seen that before. They they hired a coach mid season like, from another team, like season. with the deal ready. Like they just were like, we have this guy ready. To and go. it's so bad that you have actual NBA players like Dame Lillard taking a Twitter. So Damon CJ, really, because I think Damon yeah. CJ are close with the Wolves assistant who they, who they think should have got the job. Yeah. But as, as Wolves tweeted out when the news broke last night, this is uncommon. I would actually well, include incredibly uncommon or basically never fucking happens. And it never happens when NBA players take other organizations to task for something like this. Here's how you know if something is uncommon in the NBA. Has Dan Gilbert done it? No. Not even Dan Gilbert has hired a coach from another team in the middle of a season. He's fired two coaches and uh, promoted two. But he's never done this, so that's how uncommon it is. Damon and CJ did take him to task. Um, not to spend too much time on that because we do have Chris Webber on this podcast. It gets incredibly awkward. He gets very mad at Adam about Adam saying that he's a bad broadcaster. Uh, no, 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 no. Relax, pal. I said there's been some struggles on the broadcast. That's listen, cool. listen. Just to, uh, to warn the audience, this is the most angry I've ever seen a guest on this podcast. It got heated. It wasn't. It wasn't like he was, he was trying legit, to hide man. it. He was legit. He was legit angry. I was. Him. I was very uncomfortable. I was very <laughs> well, uncomfortable. I, the rest of the podcast you was didn't, great. You didn't help it either. Asking a, a follow up question that just got even him. <laughs> I had no idea this. where to go. I went the wrong way. I could have gone right or left, and I and I went the wrong way. I, I would say the first part was good. The middle part got a little. Have angry. we ever had someone angry? Have we ever had a guest angry before at us? I don't think. I'm trying to remember no. all of our uh, guests. Not to that level. Um, we could, we could, if we want to count Allen Iverson, but <laughs> well, well, AI just, that AI just took Adam to, to the, the woodshed. No, 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 stop that! The false narrative. You continue with that nonsense. It was, it was something I brought up to him that had been generalized, and I want him to comment on it. With Chris, this is a little bit more pointed, but I want to do. I want to give Chris credit because he's a good dude, and I asked him a somewhat tough question. Um, but overall, I thought the podcast was fun. The first and end part, especially when we talked about college basketball. I'm I'm going through our list of guests, and I'm trying to think if anybody has ever gotten mad at us. Shump, oh, wait, got, I, I, mad, Shump got mad at me a few times, didn't he, Zion? I thought that was like good-natured fun. Yeah, good-natured. I don't think it's anything serious. Yeah. I'm well, a uh, quick it. question for you, because thinking about our past guests, did you see JJ Reddick's ejection? Yeah, oh, yeah, bullshit. that was okay. And then they, but and what then was they the did story? the report and they spelled his name wrong. Incredibly ridiculous. But I'm trying to remember what was the story he told us about getting ejected when we had him on the podcast? Oh, that was uh, uh, in the didn't he have another bullshit against ejection against like the Celtics? I, yeah, I, I, for, I forgot it, but Zion put the clip together and he shared it. Yeah, I, I don't think it was uh, I, don't, I think it was warranted his one against the Celtics. He was yelling, he was yelling in the one that we posted yeah. when he that he talked about. It. He was like, yeah. So he tried to get a run on that and that ejection. I'm trying to think, yeah. no one's ever gotten mad at us before. Like, you know, sometimes you run out of luck, I guess. No, you know who got mad? Uh, Adam Schefter got mad after we recorded when I brought up when I said assault to him, he got pissed off at me. But that <laughs> yeah, I, I just said assault to him and he got mad. He was got a little testing this year. Yeah. Uh, but let's talk some more NBA stuff before we get to that. Uh, Zion, do you want? Do you have any comment on 
Philly trading Wentz? We haven't had a podcast since since oh, that happened. Um, no, I think they lost a trade. I definitely think they lost a trade. Um, but yeah, Jalen Hurts. It's a Jalen well, Hurts show. It Zion. Everybody's saying they're drafting a quarterback. Everybody. If they draft that dude Wilson, Wilson's going. Wilson's a Jet. You can mark down Wilson as a New York a guy. Jet, and he'll be a failure. Well, so Wilson's going great. two in in front of Field Zion in every mock. Racism during Probably. Black History Month. Probably. During Black History Month. That's crazy. That's crazy. It's and on if, brand. It's on brand though. So, if the Eagles draft, if the Eagles, tra- you know, draft, you know, you know, it's ironic. Who everybody thinks they might draft a QB, Trey Lance, who went to where? Where did he go to school? North Dakota State. The same. Are they really about to draft? I mean, not that Trey Lance might not be good. Who knows? Is Trey no Lance black? I. What do you? I. Yeah. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just making sure because if if Jalen Hurts is not the starting quarterback, I told y'all a couple weeks ago. That's that's um racism. But actually, Trey Lance is black, so accept. I'm glad we cleared that up. I, I just think it's funny if they draft another quarterback from North Dakota. Like, like is North Dakota State the university the only place where the Eagles can draft quarterbacks from? Like, it'd be hilarious. But it's very, very weird to. And it to sounds like that. Dak, it sounds like Dak's about to be back in Dallas. So I'm just trying to should. give a little NFC East roundup here. And it sounds like Washington. Sounds like- Washington is a strong player for Sam Darnold, I guess. Per it what sounds I'm hearing, like, uh, Russell Wilson is going to the Giants. It does not sound like that at all. That is not what it, it does sounds sound like. like that. It's, are you are you like currently that. having a fever dream right now, pal? Mel Kuyper said that Daniel Jones was better than all but every quarterback but Trevor Lawrence in this draft. Hmm. And I think Mel, I think Mel Kuyper might be smoking dust. Oh, Justin Fields, we'll see. Justin Fields, but people are down on Justin Fields right now. The draft guys are down on Fields. And I, I don't get it. Maybe he's not healthy because. Even when he just, was, just the natural ebbs and flows of of the mock drafts, where you, you guys see, rise see, for a few yeah. weeks and then it, you know they buoy back and forth. This is the same shit you see every single year. I mean, last week we had the guys trying to say that team, some teams like Zach Wilson over Trevor Lawrence. Even. I'm sure in two weeks we're going to hear about Mac Jones, like uh, you know, weaseling his way into the top ten. And he was I, like two months ago. He was like a Mac Jones. Let me tell you about overrated QBs. Mac Jones is the most overrated QB in this draft. The easiest job in the world last year. He's just dumping off Devont- Devontae Smith two yard pass, eighty yard touchdown. Just yeah. give it, a, give it a uh, uh, what's it, Nashim Hines? Uh, is that his name? What's his name? Who are you talking about, pal? Najee, Najee Harris, Najee Harris, Najee Harris. Just go seventy yards. You know the most intriguing. We have another mock coming next week. The most intriguing mock. That I saw for just this isn't a Giants podcast, but uh, Kyle Pitts going to the Giants would be something. He's Who's probably Kyle Pitts. Is that the a Florida tight end? Guy? The Florida tight end. Don't you want to upgrade over Evan Ingram? I don't want no Kyle Pitts. I don't need no tight end. He's like a wide receiver. He's a generational tight end, pal. Yeah, he's like Travis Kelsey next. That's what they said about Evan Ingram. They said well, he was they, gonna be generational. They, 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 they missed wrong. on that one. Yeah, they were wrong on that one. All right, before we get to Chris Weber. Let's do a quick wrap-up of the NBA stuff. We already talked about the Nets. Yeah, Nets are the best team in the NBA. Can the Celtics be fixed, do we think? And why are they so bad when they have Jalen Brown and Jason Tatum? Because those are two top 20 NBA players, right? Everything else around them is a mess. Is it Kemba's? Can we blame Kemba? People kind of underrating Marcus Smart's absence, too, I think. And he's going to be out for a while. Is a huge piece to that team. Your boy Tristan Thompson has underperformed. Whose boy? Chops' boy? Yeah. Okay. Bring him back. And the, bring, depth, 
in the depth for the Celtics, they miss Gordon Hayward. I mean, obviously, who's he was, balling in Charlotte? Gordon Hayward's balling. He wasn't playing like this in, with with Boston, but they miss his production, and they have they have basically zero depth behind. The what does this say? So Kyrie got back to form after leaving Boston. Gordon Hayward looks really good at, in Charlotte. Terry Rozier looks really good in Charlotte. What does that say about the Boston Celtics? It says that Danny Ainge ain't the genius we're making him out to be. Is it Stevens? Is it Ainge? Like where? Like something? It's, no, it's it's fit too. I mean, it's fit. But I think Stevens is uh, Stevens was once uh, that Bill Simmons tweet that he'll take. Uh, no, it wasn't. Rats. Don't do that to Bill. That was Chris Mannix. Do not do that to Bill. What Simmons. did he say? Take oh, okay. The Chris same. Mannix. Chris Mannix said. He did like a poll, and he's like, "If you gave me the opportunity to take Giannis or Ben uh, Stevens, I'm taking Stevens." I, I, I get why you would say that was Bill Simmons, but let's not. We, we can say like enough things about Bill Simmons. Yeah, but Mannix is obviously a Boston guy, also. So very true. He's that's a, a nasty. That's disgusting. <laughs> that's an that's egregious a nasty thing. tweet. That's a nasty thing to say. <laughs> <laughs> take Giannis or take fucking Brad Stevens over Giannis. But I mean, I the, say, Buc- the Bucks are struggling too. You think Giannis is regretting yeah, they, they lost, that they lost five in a row. Uh, whoever tweeted, whoever the Bucks social media manager is that tweeted scary hours last night after beating the Kings after a five game losing. I mean, but it's been relax. quiet for the Bucks social ever since they tweeted the one DiVincenzo thing. Oh yeah, yeah, that was that was bad. That was racism. <laughs> what was it? Uh, they said uh, I forgot because the names Didn't on the, back they say, of the jerseys. They said a quality. <laughs> Oh yeah, something something about equality. But yeah, I think the East is uh, the East is kind of shaping up. I think if people a team people are sleeping on that are that starting to pick it up, not the Heat, but the Raptors. The Raptors, Raptors are starting are. to look scary. But but here's the thing about the Raptors: everybody thinks they're going to trade Lowry, and they probably I don't should. Think that, I don't think what team, what contender? Philly. They said Philly today wants Lowry. You think you think that that his services wouldn't be wanted? It's just a matter of money. But how are you going to make it fit? If, uh, so if people think people think a Drummond three-way trade could involve Lowry, and Drummond ends up in Toronto, Lowry ends up somewhere else. That'd be because their salaries trade. are what somewhat similar chops, right? About twenty. Yes, yeah. And I mean, it's very clear that Fred Van Fleet is the is the the point guard of the future in in Toronto. He's so playing let, Unreal. Let Kyle Lowry go to uh, Philly. He's not. They're not being the Nets if if, if he goes. You're to not. Philly. Who do you fear the most in the East right now? You have to pick someone. It has to be Philly. Embiid is Embiid is is going to give y'all problems. There is zero I, choice. Yeah, how are you thinking about this? I fear Philly, but the Raptors gave us trouble. Even though KD, even not, even though that game was was a uh, fluky because they pulled out KD. Like, there's twice. no way they have enough firepower though, Zion. There's no way they have enough firepower. They don't. I'm not really worried about anyone, but I'll probably, it's probably Philly just because Embiid. Embiid is a is a match of nightmare. He's playing at MVP level. But probably I'll tell MVP you, in the right playoff now. series, I'm <laughs> I'm not worried about Danny Green man, <laughs> making corner threes. So All right, stop bullying Danny Green. He's yeah, stop bullying of, our friend, former podcast guest, friend of the now. pod, friend of the social. Likes he likes more of the post than anybody. Else. Yeah, he, nah, he really does. He likes co- the complex sports post more than anybody yeah, else. Yeah, so no seen. slander to Danny. Shout Don't out to that. Danny Green, but I'll tell you. He's a UNC Tario, so I could talk my smack, smack. If you're open in the corner in the playoffs, I'm expecting bricks. Before we get to the Chris Webber interview, which is fireworks galore, Zion, is Duke making the NCAA? Duke NCAA. is making the tournament. We are back, baby. Adam, is UConn making the tournament? They have a little work to do, but they probably should. 
They probably should. Well, who has UConn has a better chance than Duke? UConn has a better chance right now, I think, based on because Duke isn't even near the first four out, right, Zion? They're not even. I don't even think they're kind of like next four out. Oh, they're rising up a little bit. Yeah, UConn's got some work to do. I think Duke has more work to do. And With Jalen Johnson, we... they're gonna they're gonna evaluate Duke differently. Number one, because they want Duke in the tournament. Number two, Jalen Johnson leaving gives them a reason, to, excuse to assess. The okay, team. and also, the, can you give me a quick rundown on what ha- is this? Did this guy just suck? Like, did he just like kill the chemistry? Well, behind the scenes, I'll give you all the inside scoop. That's here. We go sources. Jalen Johnson had a uh, beef with Coach K from day one. Like they, how cute! They were clashing heads from the beginning, and that's rare for a guy in college to come out here. A guy from high school to just come to Duke and kind of assert, try to assert his way with K, uh, with Coach K. So yeah, that's pretty goddamn audacious on his part. There was beef from the beginning. It okay. never worked out, and eventually, it's gone. All right, okay. real quick. You talked about the NCAA tournament committee taking into account Jalen Johnson's absence. Well, same thing has to go with UConn and James Booknight. So goes both ways, pal. Yeah, but Duke is a better brand. So I will say, I, I will say, I've watched one college basketball game this year. I watched Michigan Ohio State, and that was a high level. No, you watch Duke game. Virginia. I watched the last two minutes. I think Jawan Howard described it as a boxing match. It was very good. They were raining threes. Like Michigan's got this goofy white dude who was scoring. It was great. I was- and quick, quickly. Quick shout-out to Oscar Valdez for that performance on Saturday night against Miguel Burchelt and probably what will be the KO of the year, and he has entered our pound-for-pound pound rankings. That was a phenomenal I, performance. I mean, I was just sad watching that on because it reminded me that one year ago today, like we yes. were in Vegas. As we're taping this on Monday, February 22nd, one year ago, Chops and I were in Vegas for Tyson Fury, Deontay Wilder too. Just swimming in Rona. And, we, were just, we had no idea. We had, no idea we had kind of an idea. It wasn't like well, you a mystery. Got you got sick. I did. I got sick in Vegas. Like, yeah, I don't like tell a lot of people that because I because I still hit the because I hit I still hit the tables walking to go to the bathroom just before the fight was about to go down the main event. Like, I was I was like a packed bar trying to like go through a sea of people. Like, you were like, and the crazy one about that was, you know how many people from Europe were there to see? Fury? Oh yeah, like, yeah, that was a worldwide oh, yeah. event. We were there's so many people that came over from Britain and and even some Asian fans too. So it's like it was the the international flavor, international, I guess. Uh, 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 what do I want? What's the word I'm looking for here? Just, just everybody, everybody was there from all over. Yeah, it was insane. So, I mean, the Rona was like literally floating all over the place that entire week. Just like me and Zion Super Bowl weekend when we were no, swimming in the Rona. No, no. Yep, I wasn't swimming in the Rona. That's, that's Adam. Sure. So we're about to get to the Chris Weber interview. Adam, do you want to apologize to him before or no? Um, you know, I asked a question. It wasn't an easy one. I probably could have phrased it a little bit differently. And I'm going to give Chris all the credit in the world because he stood there and answered it. Um, and he has every right to, you know, be pissy about it. Um, and that's fine. But I give him credit for, for answering it. And I don't think it was that bad. But you guys be the judge of it. And also, I think he was a great sport about the entire podcast in general. And he was fun. And hopefully, he's not pissed off enough at me that he'll come back on at some point. Yeah, But that's debatable. Let's get to the interviews. And you guys can judge for yourself. Ryan Reynolds here from Mint Mobile. With the price of just about everything going up during inflation, we thought we'd bring our prices down. So to help us, we brought in a reverse auctioneer, which is apparently a thing. Mint Mobile Unlimited Premium Wireless. How to get 30, 30, to get 30, to get 20, 20, 20, to get 20, 20, to get 15, 15, 15, 15, just 15 bucks a month? So Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. All right. Big one for us. Welcome to the podcast. Chris Weber, five-time NBA All-Star, entrepreneur, broadcaster for Turner. You're in so many different things. Chris, welcome to the pod. So before we get into some other stuff, I do want to talk about your cannabis initiative first, because it's really amazing what you did. Uh, you partnered with JW Asset Management to launch a $100 million private equity cannabis fund that will help companies lead by, led by minority entrepreneurs pursuing careers in the cannabis industry. That is amazing. And so first off, how did that come about and what drew you to kind of this opportunity to help it? Because if anybody knows anything about the cannabis industry, it's predominantly white and it's hard for minorities and people of color to get into that industry. And it's, it's really just not a fair thing. Yeah. Yeah. So I've been in the cannabis industry probably about four and a half, five years. And uh, I've seen um, my partner happens to be a woman who happens to be, be black and, uh, you know, in it, you know, because maybe you can curry a little favor with your name and things like that. Maybe you get indoors and others can't and everything. But again, it's only six degrees of separation. So you're watching how people are being treated. And I just realized, like, uh, man, things, you know, it's never anyone in the room that looks like me. It's never a woman in the room. It's never, you know, any other. There's never anyone else in the room. And uh, but knowing the culture having friends, knowing hardworking people, knowing the hardworking ethics that their parents put into them. You know, I trust people in our culture uh, a lot more. And so in having this conversation with uh, Jason Wilde, who's one of the industry leaders, um, he understood and we shared the same concerns. And what was crazy is that, you know, as an industry leader, he put his money and we're going to put our money where, where our mouth is, but it really starts with him to change the culture. And so I've been in the business a while, man, and I've just been just been frustrated by the good old boys network that, you know, we see in everything else. No, definitely. And it's interesting because we actually just had Marshawn Lynch on last week on this podcast, and he's very <laughs> similarly getting into the business and trying to break through, you know. so I'm surprised. I'm surprised. <laughs> yeah, right? I love Marshawn. I love Marshawn. Oh, man, he, he, he's really the best. He's really the best. But – I mean, it's just great to see kind of, I mean, you're trying to break down like legit barriers in an industry that there's just so much money available to people, you know? Think about the industry. I don't know if, if, if any of you know people. I'm sure, yeah, I know you guys know some people that are just in that culture. And in the cannabis culture, it's crazy because the culture is, you know, whoever you are, bring yourself. Yeah. You, you know what I mean? It's one mm-hmm. of the most, to me, Inviting cultures as part hip hop, rock and roll, old folks, young folks, find your flavor, you know? And so it's just really weird in the culture that is so diverse that it wouldn't be that way. And, and really what I'm just trying to do, brother, is that I have the opportunity to be around great people, maybe bring ideas and finances to it. But it's all based on, you know, my life. Like I have a diverse friends. I, you know, I admire diverse people. It's not so novel it's just so evil what america has done it's not so novel what we're 
they're doing. Yeah. It's just, you know, they targeted certain communities and we just plan to change that. And hopefully, hopefully this shows other industries that it's okay to invest in people and they'll change individuals. And that means investing in communities. And then you really can see what happens. So hopefully this show, this shows success across the, across the board. Chris, you're obviously not the only former NBA player who's kind of got into the cannabis uh, business. So curious if you have talked to any of the you know, former players that you play with, um, just ex-NBA guys about their uh, experience in the cannabis industry, because there are guys that are you know front and center and out there who have been notable about their involvement. Also been some other guys I know personally who have been more like low key about it. But have you talked to like the former players and the guys you play with about their experiences? Yeah, so it's all about your personality. And I think you have to go back to my man, John Sally. When you really think about who was out there first, him and his daughter, shout out to Deuces. Um, shout out to Viola, who's such a crazy freaking grandma, one of my favorites in the world, you know, Al Harrington. And, and that's what's funny. It's like, it's not about how many basketball players have it. It's not about how many black people have it, how many Latino brothers have it. It's about just, man, how many people have access to it? Who's doing what they're doing and they support each other? So yeah. shout out to Matt Barnes. Shout out to to all of uh, my brothers. So I'm, I'm, I'm blessed enough to play in a league where um, we were on and using it for pain management and other things. And, and I support them and I look forward to working with them. This is, you know, this is just a, the beginning of the notoriety of what we're doing. But yeah. um, I was able to speak to a couple of them. Um, they encouraged me. Uh, I encourage them, but you know, again, right now, even though I have my own brands, I, I don't feel like talking about those. Shout out to Viola, Deuces, and others <laughs> because they've been out here, they've been grinding, and they're going to be successful. They're the reason that I can build confidence in someone like Jason to show success. Mm-hmm. So they've been so important to it. I'm not no hero. I'm not no star. They aren't either. It's just. You know, they grind and putting their foot to the pedal and we just trying to do our best. So, yeah, shout out to everybody. How, how do you think the league has changed from when you played to now and how they deal with guys? Because you just mentioned pain, pain management, but like, are, are, do you think the league is better at handling guys who want to, you know, smoke and use it for, you know, like that kind of thing? I think, you know, the world's changed. You know, yeah. um, if you think about the millions and millions of dollars that the government and others, put into uh, commercial commercializing the narrative of being negative about, you know, cannabis. So we got took a while to fight that narrative, you know, of, of all of, uh, of the reefer madness and the other things. So I, I think that, you know, the NBA is better now, but society is better now. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? When, when you talk about, you know, 55% uh, of people over 65 approve of that. Like when I grew up, if you saw someone smoking or something – you even said anything, your mom would smack you upside the head. Now, mom's like, well, that hurt, baby. You got anything? So I think everybody understands, you know, um, and, and aren't, you know, as mind control as they once were. So the NBA is doing a better job this year. It has been, um, it's not, uh, it, it's kind of, I guess you could say, um, uh, on stealth mate for a minute. Uh, yeah, they're not, they're not they're gonna, testing, yeah. Right. I think they're addressing in their next CBA. Uh, but if I was an NBA player, of course, I would vote not to uh, have that. But, you know, I had older players, you know, 10 to 15 years older at the time that didn't feel the same way. So I'm sure the culture is caught up and I'm sure you won't see that. Uh, and that it's not in baseball already. Um, and so other sports. So, it's you know, you know, the world usually it's, the culture happens. The world catches up late and they try to buy. Did you have did you have? 
did you have older teammates that were like on the Stephen A. Smith, like the stay off the weed type type thing? Well, you know, honestly, I really didn't. I didn't really advertise. Like I'm, I'm, I'm no kid anyway. Yeah. So for yeah. me, you know, it, it, it is what it is, and whatever you know floats floats your boat. But I'm not trying to be an advocate for anything. Now, I will say that you know when your body hurts, when you know you're on the road every day, you know all these things, you know, there are certain things you can choose. And mm-hmm. um, I, I would not want to choose alcohol, you know, because um, mm-hmm. I, I know what, you know, that does. And so, you know, I, to each his own, that's that's kind of how I've always been stayed in my lane, even yeah. though I, I do sip alcohol and put that out there. But, um, <laughs> but, 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 you know, I never, I never was out there with the fellas or, 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 you know, trying to be in the site or anything like that. I was just, <laughs> I, I, was <laughs> I love that. I love that. Uh, I I think we got to bring it up. So, C Web, your Turner your Turner teammate, Kenny Smith, was on this podcast in July, and we brought up a list that we did of our thirty best basketball players of all time, and it started a whole thing. They they played it on inside the NBA, and Kenny Kenny got <laughs> he he was all he was. I think he was trending on Twitter for like a week. So we okay. wanna, we want to read to you our top ten and get your thoughts on it. How about that? Okay, and, and with him, it was thirty, and he just well, he no, just Kenny's from a different up. generation, so Kenny had very different takes about our top ten, which is obviously more contemporary than yeah. top ten. Oh yeah, Tiny Archibald, exactly, you know, exactly, yeah. yes, exactly. Tiny Archibald yes. was a big yes. was a big point for Kenny. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's one of his favorite. Yeah, you will not Tiny Archibald is everything. Who's the best chef in New York? Tiny Archibald. <laughs> <laughs> all right, all right. So number one, we have Michael Jordan. Just right off, you know. Easy, pretty standard, you know. Number two, LeBron James. Number three, Kareem. Number four, Magic Johnson. Oh, he already got thoughts. Number five, Kobe Bryant. Let's stop there. So Jordan, LeBron, Kareem, Magic, Kobe for the five. That, that's a hell of a five. That's a hell of a five. I just... I, so this is a tough argument because I don't believe wins put you up there. I don't believe okay. that. I, okay. I don't because you know you you know a lot of behind you know the scenes stuff. But winning eleven is something. Like winning eleven is something. And Russell. I, I Bill, think Russell Bill. has to be. We have we. I mean, we got Bill at we got Bill at nine. nine. We got Bill behind Will and Shaq. Ah, Shaq and Will. Yeah. Yeah. Okay, let me let me hear let me hear sixty two. Okay, so six is Shaq, seven is Larry, eight is Wilt, nine is Bill, ten is Tim Duncan, and then it goes into you know six Oscar. is Shaq, yeah. six is Shaq, eight is Larry, nine is who? Uh, no, seven is Larry, eight is Wilt, nine is Bill, and then ten is Tim Duncan. Magic is one of my favorite, favorite, favorite players. And he was LeBron to me before LeBron. That Michigan connection. Yeah, LeBron is Magic. <laughs> yeah, but Magic went to Michigan State. There's a little, yeah, little he went to Michigan State. Michigan yeah, that's true. That, a bit. That, that's a ride. So, yeah. <laughs> Some Hatfields and McCoys right there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Watch out, man. Watch out. My brother went to Michigan State. I don't really mess with him that much. But <laughs> I think, uh, man. Yeah, I, I think that's a solid list. I think everybody on that list deserves to be on there. You know, I just, 
Yeah. Kobe, Bill Kobe was Kobe was cold, man. I just don't know how. All right, so then, but then Chris, what's your Mount Rushmore for NBA players? We asked that guys also. Yeah, so put your top four of all time. Or just just keep a five. Give well, us a round. You can do a five. Yeah. Jordan. Man, I just hate different generations because that just messed. You know, Jordan. Uh, I gotta take Jordan. Jordan Magic will Jordan no Jordan Magic. Cole, Jordan Magic, Cole, Brian. That's messed up. Like the physics <laughs> is so debatable. Jordan Magic, Cole, Brian. It's so hard. Put, but you said Bill. Shaq gonna get Shaq gonna get you if you say Bill though. Shaq gonna get you. <laughs> but Shaq knows. Jack Shaq will tell you Bill. You know what I mean? Well, Shaq will tell you. Woody? Yeah. <laughs> I think so. Okay. I think so. I think at least in front of Bill. <laughs> 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 It's really, yeah, yeah. it's really like one of the hardest. It's crazy how hard it is to do this, you know. Yeah, because it's your favorites. Because you know, I could put my favorites up against your top and probably beat you, even though my top five is my top five. Mm-hmm. But the favorites I up on probably could beat my top five. I feel. You what know? You- like I feel like if I put Isaiah at the one, if I put Dominique in, okay, he ain't gonna play. D, but if I put Akeem in at the five, and Jordan said that's the only man he feels. So I got Isaiah. I got Isaiah Bird. You give me Isaiah Bird, Elijah Wan. Give me a dog at the two. Neek. 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 You said Neek? I'm going to take Neek off. Isaiah Bird, <laughs> Elijah Wan. A little D Wade in there at the two? You give me Isaiah Bird, Elijah and KD. I was about to Isaiah say. Bird. I was about oh. to say. How about this? We have KD at thirteen and Steph on at fifteen on this list. I I like all that. But I can't. I can't do. I can't put them on a list until their career is over. Because I'm gonna tell you why. You're assuming so much. Like yeah. if, if, like so. First of all, definitely Curry's the best shooter of all time. Yeah, but if he ended his career right now and say I'm just making this up, he has four thousand assists. And I'm just making this up. Someone yeah. else has the same amount of threes and twelve thousand assists or something. You got to take all that into account. And injury, yeah, got to take into account because if if you're not, you know, Grant Hill would be on one of these lists. So you know, so yeah, I just and I do believe he's that great. So I like making them earn it by waiting. But all of those guys, you know, but Curry also has back to back MVPs. And he's currently second all time in three. As but three, Nat, the thing is, Nash had back to back MVPs. Curry's MVPs, I think no one really had an issue that he robbed somebody else of those MVPs. Although I guess LeBron would be the argument. Uh, I think remember, bro. Now remember the year he won, the players he was issue. The first yeah, year he it was, won. yeah, James Harden. Yeah. Uh, all right, and he's cold. He is cold, but also, you know. He won the championship with Durant. And also, so when I look at those things and say Isaiah Thomas is a small guard and one without any of that. And he's the only one to be Jordan, Magic, and Bird. So I just mean like I know that in the stats, like you guys got to remember, right now you get to average about 15 to 11 dribbles. Like if you get to do that, you could do any move you want. So when I say Kyrie is the best ball handler, it's because one, I believe he is. But two, because he stole, which he should, from Isaiah. 
and he stole from his godfather, Raj Trick. And if you go back and ask them if they could have 15 dribbles, so it's just, it's just a different opportunity. You know what I'm saying? And I just try to keep that, I try to keep that in mind. Like if, if, if Jordan could have came in at 20, you know what I'm saying? So it's just a lot of context. Wasn't this the argument you were having with Marv on the telecast the other night about, you know, how, you know, guys from the past, some people say they can't play in today's NBA and it's clear the skill level of the greatest players of all time would find a way to morph and evolve in today's game and be just as impactful as today's superstars. Well, l- let me ask this real quick. We drop in 2002 C-Web. We in 2002 C-Web into 2021 and that's a, that's 25 and 15 C-Web. I mean, when I, when I was in D.C., I shot 39% from the three-point line and was told to stay in the post. Like, it wasn't the game. Yeah. You know, it lengthens your career. It's less banging. It's less fouling. You can use other attributes like running and speed. That's why I love playing on the West Coast because the West Coast had this in their future or had this the future in their game a little bit already. So I'm not saying everyone could because a lot of guys could not play. Like, if you could just play defense and you were known as just that guy and not been able to shoot, no, you could not play. Mm-hmm. But for guys that could dribble, pass, and shoot basketball players, this is what you were waiting for. This is the playground. This is nothing. This is nothing <laughs> but the playground. Organized. That, that's all it is. And so if, you know, if I, you know, if Isaiah would have had, you know, and, and, I, and that's why I don't like doing that because I don't want to disrespect Curry or that. I just think that third average, three threes a game. That's when quick. he came in, the league average was 83s or something stupid a year. Or some, no, something, not 83s, something like 803s. Now, guys are averaging 11 threes a game. I just mean, like, let's just do the math. You don't think if he had five more shots, he'd make two more a game? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Or even Reggie or even other guys. So I just I just never hear in baseball that, you know, this guy would have done it in football where it looks like guys couldn't have done it. And I just cool. want to make sure we keep honoring him because in about 100 years, I don't know how, but these guys are going to look like old compared to, I don't know what we're going to be doing in six point line, but, but you know, I just try to keep a context, but that's a hell of a uh, top I mean, 10 you got. I, I, don't know I mean, if you drop Babe Ruth into the baseball now, he's hitting 190, I think, to uh... But see, I've never heard that in baseball. And people like my grandpa, all them, they, they hate striking. I'm talking about baseball. So, but you know, it is, you know, it, but Gretzky would be great right now. Right. You know, you know what I'm saying? Like that's a good segue because I found a tweet of yours like five years ago. You said LeBron uh-huh. would be Megatron in the NFL if he played, and it came back up because Bron was like, "I could have played in the NFL." So LeBron, when I saw him, man, he uh, and I, LeBron is just uh, he's just he's, he's crazy because as athletic as he is, he's as smart and thoughtful. But he's he's I mean he's really the best athlete I've ever seen. I put AI in that category. I put others in that category. AI wasn't the biggest, but he's fast, quick, could throw a football 60 yards easy. But LeBron is just, it's just nothing like him. If he, if he wanted to play tight end with his linebacker, like whatever he wanted to do, if he wanted to put weight on, like he, you know, he has that mindset, he has that body. And, and obviously, 18 years in the league, he got that mentality. Who's the best? AI could chops. My bad. I just, I just want to say AI that could have been Kyler Murray in the NFL. Like, if you look at Kyler Murray and you go back and look at AI high school football tape, it's very yeah. similar. It's very similar. Well, you, you look at Randy Moss. Randy Moss could have been like a T-Mac. Randy Moss played with mm-hmm. my boy Jay Will, White Chocolate. Randy Moss was Mr. Basketball. 
You know what I mean? I, I played tight end. I was nowhere like these guys, but you know how it is. Every hooper wants to be a football player. Every football player wants to be a rock and roll. Every rock and roll wants to be rap. You know, it just goes around it. So, you know, it's just finding, you know, your gig. But, yeah, there's some, there's some guys out there that are athletes. But, yeah, I've seen Randy Moss get up and do his thing. But definitely uh, AI could have done this. But LeBron, he would have been crazy. No, I'm just curious. I mean, you, you know, you bring up all these guys, uh, you know, kind of back in your day that were incredibly athletes. Um, you cross over LeBron a little bit, but who was the best athlete you played with that was that probably could have been a two sports star? Or just maybe it just wowed you consistently in practice all the time. Good question, Jay. Will I thought it definitely could have been quarterback. I mean, he, he reminds me of Manziel because that's how he acted, talking, well, walking, yeah. and all that. Johnny Manziel back. College Johnny Manziel, not NFL. College, Johnny college, yeah, you know, I'm talking about that Manziel. Yeah. Or Mayfield, like, because Jay Will is tough, but he really loved football. He could throw that thing. He was a great uh, athlete. The best athletes I played with, I think, were the, were the quickest guards. You know, I was I was able to play with some guys that really were fast, quick, and he's one. And Ben Wallace probably is, uh, he's the machine. Ben Wallace and Darwin Ham. Uh, Darwin Ham is assistant coach right now for the Bucks. He broke backboards, things like that. He would come in, didn't have to stretch and just be able to run and all that good stuff. So, so those guys. C-Web, I'm curious because Shaq has, has gotten in some hot water with the way that he kind of interacts with the younger guys these days. Is it just sometimes the older players can't fully accept the younger guys? What do you think it is? Because you show a lot of love when you're on the broadcast. You show a lot of love to, to the younger guys. But then You know, it's just not as uh, universal, you know? Yeah, you know, well, one reason why I like commentating is because, like, I used to love John Madden. And John Madden was the type, like, he'd be like, um, oh, man, instead of he'd be like, you, you see how Adam couldn't tackle that guy? He's terrible. He'd be like, oh, look how good Barry Sanders is. Even Adam couldn't tackle him. You know, it's like the business of basketball. You know, mm-hmm. I love hoop. I know how tough it is. And I used to hear the narratives in sports, you know, yeah. uh, from – from when, you know, blacks weren't smart enough to be quarterbacks to, you know, all he has the athletic ability. So my thing is just these guys got family. Let me just call the truth. The guy sucks today. Just say it and, and keep it moving. I felt like people used to do to speak negatively on me all the time. And so I am really don't get in those conversations, but I'm not the type. Like, I don't have time to hate on no one or be negative or anything like that. I call it like I see it, and hopefully I call it like I see it in a way that, is honest and truthful, and, you know, I'm not stepping on your character or, or challenging your hearts. Stuff like that, you know. I just, you know, treat people like, you know, I want to be treated or, or you know, if you say something about me that, you know, I want you to be prepared to see me when I saw you and have the same exact, you know, energy. So I just, you know, I just try to commentate like I live my life and so what what everybody else do I don't know but I, I don't I don't play those I don't play games either way from players to me or from me to them. Wait so let's ask about this broadcast. When are you and Marv getting back in the arenas because it's been a little bit of a tough listen with you guys being so far you know removed from each other with Marv in New York, you in Atlanta. So when are you guys getting back in the arena to make a more cohesive broadcast? Yeah, way to stay tough. Listen, get that in there. Make sure people know you're good with it and all that. Adam's I think a, it's Adam's a hater. I just, I, I, you, 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 body energy. I've been like you said, body energy is good. I, I get it. But check it out. I just think that uh, it is what it is. Marv is one of the greatest voices in the game. Um, if no one else is a tough listener, or if no one else is messed up, then I 
I don't know how many games you've been watching to single that out. Um, I don't know when we'll get back in, so hopefully it's soon so people will like watching. Well, I'll games. just I'll say this: like, it's there's been be- a million tough listens during this pandemic. It's not. I know it's not easy for you guys, and I'm not. I'm not trying to you know belittle that. Um, but obviously the fact that you guys aren't next to each other, you can't, you know, kind of riff off your mannerisms and you don't have the chem- same chemistry being in different areas. It doesn't make for the broadcast that normally used to. And there's been obviously plenty of bitching and moaning on Twitter about not necessarily your broadcast, but a lot of broadcasts, whether it's NBA, um, NFL, been a little bit different story. But a lot of these remote broadcasts have just been tough, tough listens that we're used to being, again, better, more cohesive productions. Yeah, that's fair. It's got to be tough not being in the arena. I mean, it is what it is. I don't know what you no, mean. It's, it is what it it's is. Fine. I, I mean, it's fair, yeah. It is what it is. But Adam, it is Adam, Adam, Adam's a hater. No, I mean, there's, there's – But no, but it is what it is. The games aren't the same. I mean, for somebody to, to be in a pandemic worrying about how the game sounds, I mean, dude, that's yeah. that's great. I'm just worried. I mean, that's wonderful. Right? I mean, I hope, it, I hope it gets better to all the fans out there. You know, I'm sorry. I hope it gets better to people that just want shit to talk about. <laughs> Fuck you. And to everybody else, it is what it is. Like, I love that. I love that. You know what I mean? Like, C-Web, like, tell him. Tell him off, C-Web. Tell him off, C-Web. He's a no, hater. I'm not even talking to him. I'm talking <laughs> to the world. It is what it is. I've 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 put I put music on for some broadcasting in there just because you know it's it's been better but like I know it's not easy and I'm not trying to that's great so now mention how you put something over the broadcast I like you you like you like the girl I used to date I like that that. oh no I just put no I put sound over the broadcast like come on man we grown men man talk to me man it's a bad broadcast hopefully it gets better man Talk to me, man. It's not. A, I'm not a gimmick for the show. Talk to I me. I just want to go. I just want to know why Shaq keeps hating on the younger players. That's all I want to know. C Web. Ask him. We're trying to get him on the pod. pod. We're trying to get him on the pod. What does that have to? What is getting? <laughs> what does that have to do with me? No, are you guys okay, talking so about Shaq? Me about Shaq. I have nothing to say. Shaq, my homie. I know he's your homie. I like that. I like that. C Web. When are you going to? Are you ever going to produce music again? You think? A lot of people don't know that you have two great productions with Nas. Are you ever going to, you think, do that again? I make beats all the time. I try to get better. I'm just a fan of music. And music. So, oh, you're, so you're still making beats? You, yeah, I just, you know, I've always just made beats. I've just always just made beats. You know, Nas, shout out to, to my brother. He gave me the opportunity to, you know, showcase, you know, my beats, but, um, you know, because he knows me, he would hear the beats, but I've always made them and, it's just been something that happened, you know, in college, right after college. Shout out to KG from Naughty by Nature. Um, you know, you have such a schedule that at night, you know, you're getting in the cities at 2 in the morning, you know, schedules off, things like that. You can't eat, stuff like that. And so uh, taking the whole little rig on the road with me making beats was something I started over 25 years ago. And so to this day, I, you know, I'll make beats out of the you know, studio and, Whenever I can get in there, I get in there, and uh, you know it's a peace of mind. It's like a sanctuary, like the court used to be. Are you are you uh, do you, are you big on the new the new the new era? Do you kind of uh, accept like the new era hip hop, or do you kind of keep it with the, the Jays and the Nas's, or you know? Yeah, I mean, I accept the you know I accept everything. Yeah, I mean, yeah. it has to be. I mean, when we like were young, you, no one accepted us, so I have to accept the young people. But I'm you know I'm a 
old head R&B guy, man. I'm an old head, you know, hip-hop R&B guy. Shout out to the young guys, especially the young Detroit rappers and, and all of them yeah. around. So, yeah, I love hip-hop. You throw um, on some little baby sometimes, though? That's, you know, just... Well, yeah, I mean, whoever it is, but mostly, you know, I'm a, I'm a grown man with my 40s with <laughs> twins. So right now, I can tell you more about Baby Shark. I can tell oh, baby you more Shark. about, you know what I'm saying, PJ Masks, things like that. But yeah, no, man, I, I love music and uh, I love everybody and every artist. So no, no hate. There's no hate in my blood. I hope they yeah. all get it. And uh, more importantly, I hope the artists see the past mistakes of other artists, and I hope they're in control, really, of their future when we talk about finances because, uh, you know, we know the business can be tough. So hopefully learn, they learn from the greats like Prince and others before them that left messages uh, for them, and hopefully they decode them and, you know, change it for the next generation. Definitely, definitely. Have you been – I'm curious. Have you been watching the the G League at all, the, the Ignite team with the, with the young kids who kind of – uh, you know, skip college like the Jalen Green and you know Kaminga. Have you been watching them at all? No, I haven't. I've been uh, studying up on college now, getting ready for the NCAA's. Uh, yeah, mixing kids like uh, Young Kenyon Martin and others. Uh, <laughs> no, so right now I'm just in the midst of trying to balance uh, getting ready right now for All Star game and college coming up. But uh, it's going to be time for those kids, and most of them I watched them in high school. I've known them since since they first dribbled the basketball. So I'm pretty familiar with some of their careers. Zion, you got to ask C-Webb about your uh, college basketball theory this year. Oh, I mean, yeah. I mean, we got Anthony Davis on the – I'm a Duke fan, just to let you know. Duke, uh, okay. diehard Duke <laughs> fan. But we had mm-hmm. Anthony Davis on the podcast, and um, he agreed with me that this season is kind of weird. It doesn't count. It shouldn't count. Just because with Duke the pandemic, the no fans. Obviously, fans are big in college basketball. Um, so what are your thoughts on this year's season? No, 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 wait, 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 wait. You're missing out what? some of the theory points here. His theory is that because Kentucky sucks. Oh, yeah, yeah. Sucks, Kentucky sucks. UNC su- Ducks sucks. That this college basketball season is null and void and should be thrown <laughs> out and ignored and doesn't really count. That's why I started off by saying I'm a Duke fan. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, you don't want to know what Coach Nate, Nate Oates said. Like, I know the college game, Coach Nate Oates. He, he was up there in Michigan a long time and all that. And he said it. And actually, if I was a kid, I, I'd want to go to Alabama and play for him. He said the only reason why Coach Cook's K is saying that not because he's losing at home in non conference. That's not mm-hmm. true. So, Zion, you get That's not true. See what? Well, don't do that. Zion. Don't do that. Zion, introduce yourself. You introduce yourself, Zion, as a Duke fan, which was like a caveat in the whole conversation. Like, I don't even. So, let, let me just tell you, I'm, I'm a Duke fan. You know what I mean? Like, I, I, I love the president, dude. I'm close with Grant Hill. Coach K is the man. Mm-hmm. I don't have any of that. No, you know, they beat us. Bobby Hurley's my guy. Um, so I'm, I'm not rooting for y'all or the ACC. I'm Big Ten first, mm-hmm. but Coach K, Coach K is the man. However, you know, y'all got to take y'all lumps. Y'all usually, you know, every other year, one shining moment, y'all, mm-hmm. you know, so polished and, you know, so, you know, <laughs> character oriented until it's the pandemic. Y'all don't think. Nothing, but it's games. no, 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 no. But it's not just uh, us. Now you worried it, about the safety. No, no. <laughs> it's, it's not just yeah, us. Get him. Yeah. Get him. It's get not him. just us. It's Kentucky. It's UNC. You know who is not? You know who is not? Who? Who yep. cares about Michigan, bro? Y'all don't. Y'all don't do anything but make Final Fours and lose ultimately. What y'all? What's the last time like y'all won the national championship? This is shit. Not, this is what I like talking because this is not hate. Now, I like this. I like this. But you know what though? <laughs> You know what, though? 
Y'all the same people, right? That's, wait, when, when was the last one? When did y'all win? 2015. Very uh, recent. That's very recent. When was it? 2015. When was it? 2015. Okay. <laughs> and and five years later, you're losing and you want to stop playing? That's the heart no, of the No, 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 no. <laughs> that has nothing to do with that. The non-conference games were what they are. Non-conference games don't mean much to do. It's non-conference game. Right, because y'all only play North Carolina A and Z. You don't play you don't play really nobody in non-conference. We pl- non-conference don't matter. We we play we play Illinois and Michigan State this year. One day we're both ranked in the top who won, ten. Who won that game? Both of them. That was the first time we don't we don't <laughs> And that's when y'all got sick. <laughs> they said we gotta go. We well, gotta go. <laughs> no, I'm just messing. Man, it's it's like this. Being good, you're gonna get you're gonna get the love and you're gonna get the hate. You just gotta take it because me personally, you know, y'all like it's like this. I love my family in Chicago, but they have the bulls. So I don't mind watching them lose every single year. Had enough good times in their life, in my opinion. You as a Duke fan, you had enough joy for the rest of your life. And you're gonna see once Coach K retires, y'all never gonna win again. That's another story. But you gonna be all right. But no, man, you, you gotta admit, y'all gotta run. Hey, y'all got to play. You can't just, uh, y'all can't just say, you know, this year. Come on. Come they, on. They still might It'll be a good tournament. C-Web, give us. <laughs> C-Web, do you got a pick? Uh, unbiased pick. You can't say Michigan. Or you could say Michigan if you want. Do you, ha- do you have a, a favorite for the tournament since you've been studying it? it- this, the, yeah, this is the first. I'm not, you know, I probably am biased, to be honest. But this is the first time I've been biased enough to pick us. Um, okay. To win it. You know okay. what I mean? I really believe that, but you know, it's some good teams. Zag, you know, there's some good teams out there. So, yeah. and it's going to be different this year. The makeup, you, how the tournament works, I think it's going to be some of the most upsets ever this year mm. because of how the bubble works. Like, I, like trust me, we're going to be solid in the bubble, and mm-hmm. we're going to see it in this bubble too. I was about to say, is it about to be more random than ever in in Indy this year? Oh yeah, oh yeah. yeah. Like this, I wouldn't be, you know, because a lot of it when you play sports, you know, as you guys may know, like a lot of it is like how big it is or going into Duke and there's 10,000 wild people and it's in a small arena and all you need is four plays in which you lose, you know, your mindset because it's so loud and the game is over and it can run away. Well, without momentum, without tangible momentum, man, I don't, you know, it's now the young guys can go on the 13 over run, and how do you get that back? So, yeah, I think it evens out the playing field. And truthfully, for college sports, I think it makes it better. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't want just guys to get upset just because they've won in their past or anything like that, but it'll be more true Cinderella's because you don't have to go on some – you don't have to go to Kentucky and beat Kentucky in Kentucky in front of 30,000 fans, you know. It's mm-hmm. more of an even playing field. Definitely. It's going to be good. See, Zion, do you want to get one more? I will say – since, we, since I think we're running low on time, Duke, Zion's Duke team is beating the 5-5. Five five. That's all I'll say. Oh, oh he had to. You are, you are lost. <laughs> he, you, I don't you clowned yourself with that one, Pat. Yeah, yeah, you I'm being that serious. I'm, I'm still C-Web. being that serious. See what we're doing. I don't know. Hey. Uh, see, this is how beef started because I like something. You're about to make me say something that would have happened 30 years ago that, that never can happen. I, I would have gave it to something like, no, we got to No, man, that'd be that. <laughs> you almost got it. Uh, Who else was on that team? What, what, on, on Duke's team? Zion, what no, round did they make? Wait, hold on. On Duke's team? 
Yeah, who was on that RJ team? RJ Barrett, number three pick of the draft. Uh, All-American, first team All-American. I like his game. He's, Cam, Cam, he, he's, he's shining for the Knicks. Cam team. Reddish. Yeah, he's he bomb. Cam he bomb. Reddish. Cam he's Reddish. playing basketball this year. Trey Jones, uh, ACC player of the year last year. Um, <laughs> that's, a, that's a squad right there. You only said four, so you don't. <laughs> oh, no. Mark, Marquise <laughs> Bowden is on the Cavs right now. No, he's not. I'm a Cavs yes, fan. Yes, he is. The Check Cavs. the roster. He's, he's on the he's Cavs. He's on the G League. He's on the G League. So, so you're about to make me say it's a two-way so play. Like, so, okay. <laughs> you're not I'm just you're saying. Ask Coach K. Ask Coach K. The best. I'm, I'm just saying. You versus Zion. Don't make me say it, C-Web. Well, I tell you what. Don't man, make me say it. I'm telling you this, though. I'm telling you this. I was no fool. So oh, I know when he goes like this. I'm wrapping him up. <laughs> if we play in today's post, rules, they call it that a flake. They call it that a flake. Yeah, yeah. You know what? You're right about that. I just had to get out of the way. That's what I had to do. Hey, I tell you what, he's one of my. I mean, he made me love college basketball again. So, yes. man, I, yes. I, 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 you think he's going to get in the dunk contest? You think he's that type of dunker? Can he do it? No, he, he is that type of dunker. He just doesn't show it, I think, in the NBA for some reason. But. I hope one day. I don't think it'll be this year, though. See, I'm glad Bron didn't do the dunk contest. Mm. Well, Bron didn't have to lie about it, though. People, people would – see, he does have hops. See, see, that's what I'm saying. He has them. Mm-hmm. But I just think the bar set so high, it was Jordan after that people would have ended up disrespecting him yeah. and yeah. not realized. Like, y'all see the dunk he's doing it at this age? You t- but, you're telling me he can't practice. As much as he practices, you're telling me he can't practice a dunk. Yeah. That's, that's all I'm saying. If he wanted it. You know, but I'm glad he didn't because the expectation. But see, web he Braun got himself into that because he went out and said he was going to do it. That's what his problem yes. was. You can't. That's you. Can't, you oh, yeah. that, that's what set it up. You just don't. He said it, and that's why people are like, "You got to do it." And he didn't do it. You know, and I'm the biggest Braun. I'm the biggest Braun fan. I'm from Cleveland. I'm the biggest Braun fan ever. So. No, that's true. No, that, yeah. that's that's true. That's 100. Yeah. Can't say nothing about that. Real quick before you, we, we get you out of here, Zion's also a Nets fan. Who's winning the NBA championship this year? Uh, I just don't know how you bet against LeBron. I'm not even gonna lie to you. The AD thing. I just thing don't though? know how you bet. Yes, and it, and if that AD thing happens and LeBron and them get second in the West, LeBron's MVP in my book. Mm-hmm. And if not, if not, Brooklyn's gonna get there and Harden's MVP. It was funny. Like mm-hmm. I love hate. Right? I was mm-hmm. built for hate. You know, I'm from Detroit. I wouldn't have made it if everybody didn't hate us and if there wasn't people entitled than me over Canada. So I live for him. And so when I looked at, like, what how Harden was there, I knew that people that like hate play with the hate in their mind and say, let me see how I'm going to play with this. Play with this. Harden is going from shooting the most because his coach wanted him to do that, but people just said he wanted to do that. But they don't remember he led the league. And OKC in fourth quarter assist. They, they don't remember that. This is when Durant was MVP. They don't they don't remember this. So it's just how you look at him, what you think of him. So now he's going there, leading the league in assists, playing for somebody like Nash that people don't respect how cold Nash was, but that's a whole other story. So he's playing there. We can change this game, and all he does is facilitate. And now people hate on him because he don't shoot enough. <laughs> Lesson of the story, people, you will always be hated on, especially if you're doing your thing. And so I got Brooklyn. Yeah, I, I got Brooklyn. I want to say them, but truthfully, LeBron's done so much. I'm not going out on that limb yet. If it's no AD, Brooklyn, they're right there. There we go. C-Web, we appreciate you. Uh, thank you. Everything you do, you're doing a lot of really 
you know, really good stuff out here. So thanks for coming through, Chris. Thank you, guys. Have a good weekend, man. Stay safe. Go do. So what what do y'all think? Everybody let Adam know that he's a he's an asshole for asking. Listen, bad you, you don't, uh, Adam, people don't come to your job and tell you, oh, yeah, that's a pretty tough article you wrote. Uh, yeah, have you seen my Twitter mentions? <laughs> have you seen I mean, other professionals. Yeah, you, don't, you don't get a you don't get a Chris Weber coming at you. So why you why are you getting out of line here telling him he's a tough listener? It was a question I thought that you tried to sneak the tough listen through, and he he got yeah, it. He tried, he saw, you he tried, tried to sneak it in there. there. Not, yeah, he, he saw right through it. Um, it's a narrative <laughs> on Twitter, and that's why I brought it up. You're like the more, you're like the person who's the least on Twitter in this group. You talk about Twitter narratives. You're never on Twitter. Well, I see comments when I'm watching the broadcast on. TV. You only search Chris Weber's hashtag. That's the that's games. incorrect. That's a false. And then narrative. and then you said you listen to music during the games, and he called you a chick. <laughs> that was a good comeback, though. I have to give him credit. Called you a chick. That was a good comeback in his part. Wait, let's give him you turn down the broadcast and listen to music. Oh, uh, I'll so give him credit. Awkward. That was a good. That was a good line in his part. So awkward. So awkward. Don tried to bait him and tried to get him to say that the Fab Five would beat Duke's. Side. That was egregious, pal. Egregious. Is it accurate? I'm not, I wasn't. I wasn't doing anything. I wasn't fishing for. It's accurate. They would beat them. And Zion dropping 40 on his head. You're sounding dumber and dumber by the sentence, but keep going. Zion Williamson, most unguardable college basketball player. Trey Jones is a point guard of that team? Yes. Oh, ACC player of the year last year and ACC defensive player of the year last year. But the Duke teams in the early 90s would cook that Duke team of Zion Williamson and R.J. Barrett and Trey Jones and all those other guys. Oh, bro. Grant Hill and Bobby Hurley wouldn't That was the most talented Duke team to ever put put together. And they really only lost like one one or two games because. There was a lot, a lot of the losses came with them missing people. So how like, many actual games did they miss? How many actual games did they miss? Did they lose? What do you mean? Did they lose? How many actual games did that team lose? Do you know? I think they remember? lost four or five. Four or five. Um, did they lose the game when Zion his shoe blew up on TV? Yeah, they, they got blown out. That was the okay. UNC game, right? The, the UN and Obama was there, and he. Okay, I remember. Okay. Listen, that that year was magical, man. Obama I mean, I will say that's side. the most fun. That's the most interesting in college basketball I've probably ever been. I'll give you, I'll LeBron, give you credit on, I'll give you credit on that. LeBron came to a game. Jay Z came to a game. Like that was magical year of college basketball. I'll, I'll give you credit that the sport, like your take that the sport may have peaked with that team in that year, could be accurate. I wouldn't say know? peak, but it, I think it brought a lot of people back to it. I think they, they've long left. <laughs> with, but with this new G League team, I just feel like you're never going to have. Uh, that's that's fair. That's fair. You're never going to have like the peak. Yeah. Like it's going to be what, different going forward if this continues. Yeah, 100% right. Yeah. Like so it's going to be different. But yeah. Um, ooh, we already got a good one set up for next week, guys, because we already recorded the interview. I don't even want to say anything now. So we record and say it. It's in should the we, bank. Should we, should we tease it? Yeah. Zion, what do you think? No, there's no chance it's going to cancel. It's already in the bank. Okay, my former coworker. I can't call him a coworker. Two chains. No, you cannot. Two chains on the pod next week. I'm very excited about that. So it's a very fun interview. He cooked you a few times too. We we had well. The one thing was kind of mean. The one the one part was like kind of mean. But no, we had a lot of fun, and uh, I think he really, uh, you know, he's great. So he was fun. Look out for that. Let us know if Adam got if Adam crossed the line with Chris Weber. I say yes. Always crossing the line. I have habitual line stepper. A habitual line stepper, Adam Caparral. No. Um, we appreciate everybody listening. Leave those five-star reviews. Drop in guests you want to hear from us on the podcast. Download anywhere you get your podcast, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, 
Follow us on Twitter at PeachF underscore at Adam Caprell at Zion Olegede or at Duke NBA. Follow Zion's Duke as no, they make no. the run for the NCAA tournament. One of my favorite accounts. One of my favorite accounts. I do not follow that. Uh, I, I do not follow that account, nor will I ever follow that account. Mind your business. <laughs> on that note, we love y'all. Have a good one. Until next time, we'll see you guys later. And as always, a special thanks to our producers, Josh Dodd and Jasmine Plata, our audio editor, Misha Jones, our production manager, Sean Sal Correa, our talent booker, Shanice Kelman, our senior director of operations, Jen Stewart, our general manager, Donnie Kwok. This is a production of Complex Networks.